You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules in beautiful Southern California. Well, we have got a great Law of Attraction teaching show coming your way today, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Tonight, our special guest is Coach Stephanie Wood of BodyAwe.com, and we are going to be talking about getting the confidence to be who you really are, regardless of your body shape, to fully embrace your uniqueness. Stephanie wrote a great article in the February 2016 issue, out now, by the way, of Love Attraction magazine, and it's getting some really great reviews. So I thought I'd bring her on the show tonight and talk more in depth about how to shift our thinking away from self-criticism to show our self-confidence out loud. And before we get to that, I want to talk about something that I personally experienced this week. It's a really great law of attraction tip, and it really got me thinking about self-responsibility, so I wanted to share it with you. You know, taking responsibility uh, is really not that easy, and I don't think it's a real natural response because of the fight or flight response that we have in the amygdala in the brain it takes work and it takes monitoring your thoughts and emotions and feelings especially those times when you just start feeling yucky and you just can't explain it it hits you sometimes upside the head and you think whoa wait a minute what is going on here So I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened to me. And the good news about self-responsibility is that with the recognition that you are creating your life and some forgiveness thrown in, of course, you can start taking charge as the designer of your life, no longer a victim of life's random circumstances. You become self-responsible. Knowing you are responsible for your experiences and always have been gives you the opportunity to start creating the experience you would like to have rather than experiencing life by default. A great deal of personal power is always available to you, much more than you have ever imagined. I'm not talking about the kind of power that you have over others. I'm talking about inner power, the power of self-confidence and self-esteem. When you have that kind of power, there's no need or desire to even have power over anyone else or anything else. So let me tell you what happened. Yeah, (laughs) it's really kind of funny, but what a great learning experience for me. I sent a person an email about a situation that I needed to be addressed. And I was unable to talk to this person by phone. 
So I took my preferred way of communicating, which is through email. Now, some would say to me, never send an email when you're asking for a correction to a situation. But I figured if I wrote the email nice enough, I could get my point across and then I would have a written record of it so I can go back and remember the conversation verbatim. So with all the pleasantries and niceties I put into the email, I was also firm that I needed it to be addressed because it affected my business. So what happened was that the recipient of my email was furious with me, <laughs> mad, angry. This person who I do not know personally at all was so bad that they tried to call me after 8 p.m. And it's like, okay, I don't pick up the phone for anybody after 8 p.m. But I sensed intuitively that this person was extremely <laughs> pissed off so I decided I would wait till the morning to let everything calm down and because well it just wasn't my intention to make anybody mad it was just my intention to put the situation out on the table to look at it and to get it resolved so the next morning I called and they immediately let loose on me by saying that my words were insulting and they took extreme offense. And they let it known that I shouldn't be phrasing words like this or like that. And, and they just kept on going on and on. So I stopped the person. And I said, quite frankly, I will not take responsibility for how you perceived the email. I had no ill intent. So your issues are surrounding your perception of the words rather than my intention. And I noticed I had to state this a few times during our conversation to make sure that this person realized that it's their perception that got them angry with me. It had nothing to do with me. And then the person started calming down a bit and started talking, but it was still, there was a, a little bit of stuff going on there. When all of a sudden I heard real fast, real soft, real gentle, this person said to me, I just want to fit in. And all of a sudden, we connected on a heart level. So even in a fit of rage, the heart connected in less than a millisecond for me to understand what just had occurred. This event <laughs> was to show me not to judge the other and to let go of a situation. I had this experience to show me that I alone have the power to ask for and get back a resolution to an issue, even if a person was angry and did not care for me. I didn't back down at all, so I was proud of myself. But I also found myself making judgments. 
Now, knowing about the fact that the universe uses mirroring to reflect back to us our own limiting beliefs, I had to stop and I had to think, wow, well, someone just judged me for being rude and abrasive. So my first inclination was to say to myself, wow, this person is a real jerk. And that was my judgment. But the truth is, the person wasn't a jerk at all. You know, I don't know what kind of day this person had. I don't know this person's background or I don't know their limiting beliefs in their life. So once I took off the judgment, the power of what just happened lessened dramatically. In other words, I stopped the blame game that happens when I judge another or when someone judges me. Now, I'm here to tell you that I want this person to fit in as well. I have a feeling that this person and I are going to become great friends, and I am so thrilled that I have this learning experience. No more blame, no more judgment, just a half a second of heart connection. Well, I'm happy to report that everything calmed down and we hung up with the issue fully resolved and the anger ceased. When we look at things that get us upset, you know, we got to realize, wow, this is a huge blessing in disguise. I may not know the reason for it yet, but it is a huge blessing. And I'm just so grateful for an outstanding example of the law of attraction, of our energy vibrations, and the power of heart connection. Wow, it was a great experience for me. And this is something that I came here to learn. And I know that this was one of the things that I have continually experienced throughout my life that I finally came to understand with compassion, with love and acceptance and getting away from the blame game. So let's talk about positive attitudes. When your new understanding of energetic vibrations, thought forms and focus of attention, you should clearly see now why so much emphasis is placed on having a positive attitude or positive beliefs. Now, positive beliefs create positive thought forms, which attract positive events and circumstances into your life. You know, I used to think that having a positive attitude was something that each of us should do to be more acceptable. Well, that may be true, but the real impact of being positive has to do with your state of being, your emotional, your vibrational state, and what it will attract to you. People who pretend to have a positive attitude may be more acceptable, but they will still attract according to how they are really vibrating. The energy they are putting out will attract their circumstances. So the message is clear. With your new insight into the fundamentals of thought, 
you want to start immediately making sure you're focused on being positive. Adopt the attitude that everything that happens in your life happens for a good reason. This will get you off to a great start. People's experiences of a situation can be directly related to what they believed was happening. So the next time you're involved in a trying situation, look around and see if you can think of what others might be believing to be having the experiences they're having. And it will also reveal your own experience. What beliefs might be creating in your experience? So it's true. Even if you start by believing on faith only, just know everything happens for the best. It has a dramatic impact on thought forms and energetic attraction. Now, on your list of judgments about yourself, either written or mental, is a list of beliefs. Nothing more, nothing less. And the truth is, these beliefs can be changed. Remember, beliefs determine experience. You experience you as defined, as you defined yourself. What you believe about yourself must be what you experience. Otherwise, you wouldn't believe it. Yes, just like the circumstances and events, your self-concept is yours, your own beliefs about yourself. So let's talk about why you're not getting what you want. Because now it should be clear that what keeps you from realizing your full potential or your dreams are strong limiting beliefs that you hold. Furthermore, the most critical of all your beliefs will have to do with the limiting beliefs you have about yourself. No one can ever go beyond the self-image or self-concept he holds. It's impossible. Beliefs determine your experience. If you can't see yourself doing it or being it, well, just forget it. It won't happen. On the other hand, if you can hold on to that dream and clear out all of those limiting beliefs that you say you can't, well, it becomes yours. It becomes reality. With all the self-help information available today, why isn't everyone happy and why don't people always get what they want? Why are so many people struggling to achieve something only to give up in frustration? What do you think is really believed by an individual who affirms 50 times a day, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich? You guessed it. He really believes that he is not rich. He is also strengthening the thought form that is already keeping him from being rich. He'll soon see no results for his effort and give up in frustration because his limiting belief has to do with money. And most often it has to do with a personal belief such as the belief that he doesn't deserve to be rich. 
One of the reasons I had to learn the hard way was when I began exploring belief systems that experiences are determined by the sum total of my beliefs and my point of mental focus. I decided that since I had all of this profound knowledge of how the universe works, I would get up the next morning and simply create what it was that I wanted. Well, it didn't work out. And as you might guess, I generated a lot of frustration and anger for myself. I guess I had a transparent belief about how I learned things the hard way. As we've seen, beliefs can be empowering or they can be limiting. Remember, limiting beliefs negate or subtract from empowering beliefs and desires. This is the part that didn't sink in for me. I was trapped into believing that if I tried hard enough to believe in what I wanted, I didn't have to pay attention to my limitations. I didn't think that I had that many anyway. <laughs> Just ask me, I knew. I did not believe I had that many limiting beliefs, but you know what, I did. The truth of the matter is, if you're not getting what you are wanting, you've got to step back and ask yourself, what is the limiting belief I feel within myself that is not letting me reach my goal? And that's where you need to start the work on yourself. How bad do you want that desire? Well, if you want it bad enough, you're going to change that limiting belief to get you where you want to go. So let's take a fast break and we will return with Stephanie Wood, owner of BodyAwe.com. We'll be right back. The incredible, magnificent Law of Attraction Cruise of a Lifetime is taking place on March 6th through 10th, 2016, featuring New York Times best-selling Law of Attraction author Pam Grout and featuring Michael Perlman, MD of Law of Attraction Journaling and best-selling and award-winning wealth author Richard Harper along with our own beautiful and dynamic speaker, Constance Arnold, will be on board as well. Don't forget Gary Temple Bodley, who channels Joshua, will be on board, and you will be able to have direct interactions with Joshua. And then there's the Champagne Living Dream Coach, Cassie Parks, as well as me, Jules Johnson. This is a powerful cruise, and it's happening during the week of the total solar eclipse in Pisces, which is ruler of the water, which means that which you shine a light on will shift almost effortlessly. So what are you waiting for? This is your chance to finally change your life in profound ways. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. There's still cabins available, but the rates will increase weekly. Need a cabin mate? No worries. We have like-minded individuals for you to room with. Take this time and invest in yourself. You will be so happy you did. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com. See you on board.
It's here, it's hot, and it's a must read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Okay, we are back, and I've got some really exciting news about the cruise. Remember Dr. Harvey Beagleson, who's been on my show quite a few times? He's the doctor who wrote the book Holographic Blood. This is so exciting. His sons that work with Dr. Beagleson are coming on the cruise on March 6th, and they're doing a two-hour workshop explaining the secrets of live blood readings. I'm so excited, and I got to admit, I'm going to be first in line to have my blood drawn and put under a microscope so I can learn what's going on in my body. Remember, the blood will show pictures of your past ailments, your broken bones, and as well as to what is occurring in the body right now. This is a powerful way to diagnose what is happening to you and what you can do to correct it with alternative medicine. So along with Pam Grout, Gary Temple Bodley, and Joshua, and even Dr. Michael Perlman, we have outstanding workshops that you are going to love. I got to tell you, I'm so excited about this cruise it's so dynamic and the things, oh, I'm just so excited. If you haven't signed up, you need to do it now. And I got to let you know, I am in need of a male cabin mate. And I'll be happy to give you a discount if you just send me an email to staff at LOARadioNetwork.com within the next week. Don't wait. We have very, very few cabins left. And I need to fill this one particular cabin with this dynamite married man whose wife is not coming on the cruise. So come on and contact me. I also want to mention that um, our February issue of Love Attraction magazine went live on February 1st. And it features Marie Diamond of The Secret. She wrote a terrific article on Feng Shui for 2016. And she's letting you know the corners that work for 2016 for your money, for your vision board, and for your relationships. So check it out with our free mobile app. Great articles. And as a matter of fact, you're going to see a wonderful article from Coach Stephanie Wood, who we're going to be interviewing in a few moments. So let me introduce her right now. Coach Stephanie Wood is all about assisting people to live in confidence, especially about how they feel about their body. For decades, Stephanie's passion and profession focused on fitness, first with dance, then with nutrition and fitness. Stephanie developed personal programs for individual and small groups. Well, welcome, Stephanie, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm delighted that you could come on today. Thank you for welcoming me. Thank you. I I am 
so delighted to talk about this subject because I think it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. So, so let's start at the beginning. What made you become aware that people don't like their bodies? Well, I come from a dancer background and I've taught dance and I was a personal trainer for a couple years. And I found that people not only wanted to lose weight and change their body shape, but they also wanted to have this special relationship with their body, between them and their body, so that they can make decisions in all areas of their lives. Hmm. Uh, and and so is this true of both women and men? Well, I have to be quite frank here, Jules. I mainly work with women. The men have stayed away from me for a while. But the, they're going to be coming. Uh, they're coming. So you have um, some data from um, the Dove Dove's campaign. Can you share some of that information that revealed to you about how women really think about their bodies? Well, what is so unique and profound about the Dove Beauty campaign is they, and you'll see this in the article that you published for me, is you see all these different beautiful bodies. All different shapes, sizes, high, tall, in between, la, la, la. And they're all happy. Mm -hmm. Not trying to confine themselves into the cultural influences that we see on our social media or on the TV or magazines. So they really brought me into a position to showcase my truth about beauty. So people can get to the place where even nude, they can start feeling good about who they are and what they have. Perfectly said, yes. Hmm. Interesting. So in what ways does uh, low self-esteem affect women? Like where, where does it mostly affect in their life? Well, what happens is... There's a sequence here, Jules. There's a sequence in which they're going to work, they're putting out their messages to the world, and they're neglecting having a relationship with their body. And when they do that, they gain weight, they feel a little sluggish, they're not moving their bodies as much as they want to. So it's a whole cycle that begins, which that's where, as as a coach, that's what I'm going to address and make better. So is it, it does it affect them, the women, we're talking about women right women. now, does it, does it fe- affect them with their libido, their, their sexual proudness? It, it, is that part of the low self-esteem or does it affect, uh, uh, what does it affect? Like, your ability to get along with people, to to stand up for yourself, huh? Well, Jules, it's all of the above. It's in all areas of our, of our lives. It's around eating. It's around moving. It's around our work environment. It's around our environmental, the homes that we live in, the events that we go to. 
jewels, we bring our body everywhere, don't we? Ah, yeah. Absolutely. Do people even realize that they feel they don't feel good about their bodies? I mean, you could go along for years and not know what exactly it is that's bothering you. What what's stopping you from moving forward? Is it common that people don't realize that they really don't like their bodies or do they know that right off the bat? Jules, they know it but they don't know what to do about it. Uh-huh. If a, a client comes to you, could you tell off the right off the bat how they feel about themselves? Well, usually we start with what area in their life that's stopping them from really being who they are in the world. So it could be what they're eating, their weight. It could be about their health. It could be about just moving into a new home, their environment. Do you want me to tell you about a client I have that moved into a new environment? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this wonderful client, she knew, I mean, she she was living in this gorgeous home, beautiful surroundings, but the energy in her body, her body was telling her secretly, nah, this, this doesn't work for me anymore. So as she worked with me, she tapped into her body's intelligence and they, uh, both of them had a conversation with each other. She went on vacation to Mexico she came back and she knew exactly where she was going to live because she had that dialogue, that special dialogue between her and her body. And how, what does that consist of? I mean, how do you, how do you start communicating with your body? Well, just like you and me are communicating, you'll have that special conversation with you and your body. Hey, body jewels. So are you tuning in to your heart's coherence? Are you turn, tuning in during a meditation? Could you explain that a little bit more of exactly what you do to connect to yourself? Basically, you can do it anywhere at any time because your body is always with you. But how do you know that you're actually connecting with your body? Because you hear her response. And that isn't that the voice on, you know, that we always hear? Yes, it can come from your intuition. It can come from your body's intelligence. But Jules, wherever it's coming from, it's the truth. So give me an example. I mean, I, I still don't know. How do you know what it is saying to you? Okay, so basically, Jules, you gave me a window here. It is a person. She's an entity. Your body has a, an entity. She has a name, and she knows what she wants, and she can communicate with you in a conversation. Okay. 
So how do you know that that's correct information that you're getting or not warped by your limiting beliefs? It doesn't matter? It does matter because it just feels good. Now we incorporate okay. our emotions and our feelings. Great question, Jules. Yes, we incorporate our emotions and our feelings, and then we know we're on the right track. Okay, so if you're feeling good about the response, then you know you're on the right track. Go for it. What is, so if you don't feel good about it, as most people, you know, suffer from the lowest self-esteem, how do you get, how do you tweak it so that you're, you're shifting upwards instead of getting stuck? I mean, if somebody, if my body is saying to me over and yeah. over again, well, you're fat, you're ugly, you know, yeah. if my, if, if that's what my inner voice is saying or my body is saying, how do I break free to get to that place where I'm feeling good or I'm, I'm communicating with the body? So as you're communicating with the body and she might be, you might be a little negative or she might be a little negative, you work it out like you do in any relationship. You just work it out. It doesn't have to be hard. Okay, so I need, what kind of dialogue do you have with your clients on that? Because uh, I'm having a hard time grasping that. Okay, so the dialogue is very unique to each client. Mm -hmm. The way you speak to another human being or to your body is very unique. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't give you the dialogue. You make it up. You make the dialogue up between you and your body. Uh-huh. I don't give you, I don't give you that. You just have a dialogue back and forth. You give and take ideas, uh, patterns, beliefs, you give and take, and then the two of you decide to agree on a plan. Do you help with the communications with that person? With yes. the client? Well, I, I will interrupt as a coach would do, interrupt if necessary, and give a question to both parties mm -hmm. to move forward into a new pattern okay but it usually happens very quickly are there telltale signs say that you're walking into a store and you see a person who's maybe walking real slow or hunched over or is there body signs that we can be aware of of what we're saying to the world Body signs, great question. Body signs um, can be uh, deferential. I mean, somebody could just have back surgery. or <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on with their body. So I don't look at their bodies. I look at what they tell me in a coaching session of what they want better in their lives. So normally, though, when I go out and I, I can see a person and they're shuffling or they're not walking straight or they're looking like they, they don't really want to be there, those are signs to me that to double check to see if I'm doing that. People come to me when they're ready to diagnose and make better within their lives. I do not look at them and make a 
make a, a comment because I don't know what's going on with their lives. How they want to feel. What emotions do they want to feel? Do they want to feel better? That's it. Doesn't have to be this complicated thing. Some of the telltale signs then would be if people, if they're eating comfort foods, they need to, do they need to stop and ask themselves, what am I doing here? So another client of mine, uh, she went to a special doctor and he told her exactly what to do. But everything that <laughs> he told her to do, she was being rebellious about. She said, I can't do that. I can't do this. So with my body knowledge system, you know your style. So with her style, she is organized and spontaneous and inspirational. But the doctor wanted her to be analytical, but that's not her style. So again, what I've created with the body knowledge system, as she was learning about the kind of food she was going to put in her body, when she knew her style, everything became easier. Was Became aware of her style. Right. Everybody has a style, a way of doing things in the world. So with eating, she's very spontaneous and she's very organized. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, she was able to create a diet so to speak, or I call it an eating style, that was better for her than what the doctor told her to do. Okay. And now she's win-win. She's okay. So, But she wasn't going for the comfort food? Or was she originally? And we- it's, not about com- it's not about good or bad comfort foods. It's about what foods feel good in her body. Okay. So we, we're going past the cultural influence about comfort food. Okay. There's no bad or good foods in my book. In my way of thinking. Okay. Okay. So if you want to take a, <laughs> a comfort food and that makes your body feel good, go ahead. But again, it's about knowing what your body wants. Everybody's body is different. So it's, if they want sugar, they should just go ahead and have sugar as much as they want because that's what's making them feel good. Or they want an extra glass of wine or or whatever is going to make them feel good. So can you help me out here? I'm a little confused. Okay, so again, in our society, they say there's good foods and there's bad foods. Mm-hmm. From my way of thinking is there's good foods and bad foods depending on your body. So I could eat a few sugar stuff and I could feel good. I'm not going to gain weight. Nothing's going to happen to me because that's what my body wants. So it's experimentation. That's what it comes down to. Who? Why would a doctor who doesn't know anything about your body tell you what's good for you i get a little weirded out about that well they really aren't trained in that no but they are there are with the you know the uh with the the medicine yeah right okay yeah but But they're not about uh 
the okay. nutritional needs. Yeah. My my husband could eat blah blah blah. I can eat blah blah blah. We're two different bodies. Mm-hmm. If a nutritionist looked at what we did, they would think we were like weird. How could you live like that? Well, I feel good, and I'm not gaining weight. I'm actually losing weight. So it's a new perspective of how to look at being with your body. Okay, so you're saying that you can have the, you can feel good about your body as long as you feel good about what you're eating. And to add on to that, what you're eating is metabolizing in a way that you want it to metabolize. Now, if it makes you gain 300 pounds, I think we have to reassess. If it's going to hurt your health, we have to reassess. So people come to you because they need help in gaining confidence in their body and that they look all right, that they're socially acceptable. Do they come to you if they're obese, if they're overweight, or or what is the common person that comes to you? Oh, good question. The common person who comes to me is, again, I work mainly with women, the women who want to showcase their talents in the world but feel confident in their, in their body. So, for instance, I'm not going to, I mean, if you're 115 pounds mm-hmm. or you're 225 pounds, that doesn't matter. It's about how you feel with your body and how you move into the world and how you go into a room full of people and you can't wait to speak with them and how you talk on the phone, whether they're seeing you or not. You're confident within your body. The confidence is not a matter of size or weight. Again, if the size or weight is getting in the way of your health, that's a whole other conversation. So your sole purpose is just to make the person feel comfortable in their own skin, regardless of their size or, or sex or anything. You nailed it, Jules. Thank you. That's it. Basically, it's about how you're feeling within your body to go out into the world. It's not about size or weight, unless, of course, it's it's a health issue. Then that's something totally different. Right. But isn't it interesting that when you make it a little bit simple, that you have a body, you have your beliefs, you work together in tandem and you move on to whatever you want to do in the world. Mm-hmm. And we're good. What separates Body Awe from all of the other um, programs out there? Well, what makes it different is the simplicity of just being with your body and having a relationship with your body. I don't tell you, see, as a coach, my coaching philosophy is I don't tell you how to do something. I create questions 
you create the answers and you come to some kind of plan or pattern that you want to invest in. It's all about the client, not about me telling you what to do. I bring it out of you with questions. That's my coaching style. Are you saying that the other programs simply tell you what to do? Yes. Okay. And you could tell I'm very rebellious about that. So in other words, you listen to your clients and then offer suggestions based on that. I will go a step in between that, Jules, in which I will ask you a question to go deeper into what you really want to learn about yourself. It's all about questions. I will never tell you what to do. So what's the basic philosophy behind Body Awe? The mission statement is about helping you stop struggling with your body, to walk proud, and share your talents with the world with self-confidence and humor. Yes, if you tell me, if you ask me how to do A, B, and C, I'm going to give you my comments, of course. You can't find everything within yourself. But at the same time, coaching has to do with asking a client wonderful questions so that they can see it for themselves. And then they're motivated to do whatever they have to do. So you're there as an someone to motivate and inspire someone to go beyond and to um, help them get to where they want to be. Yes. But again, if you ask me how to do something that I already know how to do, I'm going to give you my suggestions. I'm not going to leave you out in the dark. Mm. I'm going to tell you, okay, yes, I've experienced that. This is what helped me. Right. So it's a, it's a, it's a two, twofold thing. And what's so exciting about this, Jules, is we empower the people that we're talking to. When they answer those questions, they're empowered to do it their way. And that's what becomes so successful. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps me on the track the past 15 years. And do you have any techniques that you can share that you use on your clients? Well, basically, one thing is naming your body. Can you think of a name for your body so that she has a true identity? She's not something that you're just cleaning and dragging along during the day. I'm being dramatic. But, you know, it's just like, what would you name your body? It, it sounds like you want to split personality. So No, it, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. so clarify okay. that. Yeah, well, it could, be, it could be looked at that in that way. But also it could be looked at, I want for my clients to see their bodies as somebody who really exists and is meaningful and has a say in your life. So by naming her, you give her validity. You give her an identity. So what you're asking the client then is to step outside of their current issue so that they can see. Oh, yes. What yes. you are seeing. Yes. She's another person. She's just like you and me talking. 
We're two people. We're two identities. And you're you're getting the person out of their emotional state so that they can move beyond that, which is really the way to do it. You know, we that's when we always get stuck is when we can't get outside of ourselves to see what what's really happening. We're, it's like we've just so focused in on what's going wrong with uh, our bodies or our life uh, or whatever. We cannot uh, see beyond the issues. And so by naming the body, you're allowing that person to step outside and and go beyond. Yes. So are there some particular techniques beyond naming the body? Okay, so now we name the body. Now we want to have a conversation with her. Remember, she's a totally different entity, just like you and me talking. You're a different entity than me. Mm-hmm. Our body is a di- Okay, so by separating ourselves from our body, it helps with the communication. And then we have a conversation. So it's just an exercise. I mean, I'm not asking you to separate from your body for the rest of your life. (laughs) I don't want to go into therapy after that one. Yeah. No, no, we're not going there. So it's just an exercise and it's fun. Like I talk to my body every morning. I talk to my body every afternoon. I talk to my body before I go to sleep. We have a thing going on. We decide what we're going to do that's best for each other without having the outside cultural influences navigate what's good for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jules, you and your body have your thing going on. Me and Stephanie, we have me and my body going on with ourselves, and we decide. And everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. So that's another exercise. And again, it's interesting when you get with your coach after doing these exercises, you get deeper involved than what you could do for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like the coach, again, can see things that maybe it's right there, right before your eyes, but you, you're just not mm-hmm. grasping it. Mm-hmm. That's so important. That's the reason to have a coach, basically, because a coach can see things and help you because they're not stuck within you. Beautifully said. Mm-hmm. That makes all the difference in the world. Um, so... How do you know that a person has reached the benchmark of their confidence level? I mean, is it just a start or is there a way that you could mark the successes? What do you recommend or how do you know when a person is headed in the right direction? Well, basically, they know they're headed in the right direction. And again, they want it up in a notch, if that's making sense. Okay, so they've gotten to a certain level and they want to go further or deeper. Mm-hmm. And that's where, again, the coaching comes into, where the questions come into, what to ask to every everyone I work with, 
always wants to go deeper or further. Mm. They don't, it's like, okay, I'm here, I'm done. No, I never hear I'm done. Well, how how long of a period of time do you see clients? Well, I've been blessed to be with clients where I've grown ahead of them a couple years. So I've kept my clients for a long period of time because we've grown with each other. And we have that uh, relationship that, again, I'm, as a coach, I always want to keep learning and learning and learning to be ahead of my clients so when they need me at a certain point in time, I'm there for them. Mm-hmm. Most clients stay with me, uh, yeah, a long time. A long time. Okay. Because we grow with each other. It's like any other relationship. Right. We grow with each other. I think they're mostly in the moment and seeing what their next step will be. And they will see if I'm the coach to help them with their next step. And we'll have a discussion about that. And we'll move forward. I have a lot of women friends who are actually older than me. And they get stuck on the fact that they don't have that 30-year-old body anymore or they don't have that energy or they don't have that drive. Is there any special techniques that you can help with older women appreciate the fact that they're not in their 30s, that they don't have that body anymore? (laughs) Well, I'm one of those women, okay? I'm 58, I'll be 59 in April, and I rejoice with knowing that coaching myself and my clients with their own self-esteem issues, that we've moved forward with that. It's not about aging. That's like, we don't even talk about that anymore. It's just about how we're going to move forward with our lives in the world and be confident inside the bodies that we have. Now, some women have chosen to get plastic surgery or uh, fillers or anything else that's on there on the market. God bless them. If they want to do that, fine. But basically, it's about navigating your own self-esteem within your own body knowledge and how you are with your own body with having your own conversations and also having your own conversations with your coach to move forward. We're, We're creating a whole new paradigm. We're not fixating on, oh, I'm older. No, we're not doing that anymore. It's a whole new thing. And that's where I like to be a representative to help women to do that. Great. That sounds <laughs> wonderful. So we're almost out of time. Do you have any final words that you want our listeners to hear? Well, what do you what's your what's your final words on this? My final words are what we've been talking about, Jules, is helping 
people, women or men, to see the beauty within themselves. Mm-hmm. And not to be attached to any cultural influences that tell you you have to do A, B, and C. And then also to embrace the emotions that you have, your true beauty. I know it's, it sounds so esoteric, but, you know, it's inside and out. And your beauty, you know, when you look in the mirror, oh, my God, you see the beauty. You see everything, your history, your future, your now, everything that you've done in the world to help other people and yourselves. That's your divine beauty. And that's what I want for everyone. Find your divine beauty. That's wonderful. You know, when we're born, we naturally, because of the way our brain works, we have like 25,000 thoughts a day that are the low energy thoughts. And we work a lifetime to get to the place where maybe we have only 10,000 negative thoughts during the day. So having a coach like Stephanie is a person that can help you to get outside of yourself in which to see uh, a different perspective on how you look on the outside. I think this is where it's so important. Stephanie can help you move beyond your stuck state of thinking about yourself. And when you can do that, every step of the way then is going to be marked by a new level of confidence, of being able to be sure of what your talents are and not so much how you are being perceived by the public. You're taking control of your life. And that is Stephanie's gift to you in that she is going to hear you and be a direct mirror reflection back to you to show you, wow, how absolutely beautiful you are. Thank you very much. I think we summed it up really well. Stephanie, you keep up the good work here because, boy, this is what's needed for all the women in the world and even men. I just think this is a really important aspect that's going to literally change a person's life because we all know when you change your thoughts, you change your Mm. life. And this is the appropriate way to to uh, literally change your life. So how can people get a hold of you, Stephanie? Well, basically, I would love everyone to go to www.bodyawe.com and you have a contact page there for me. And you can contact me at any time, and I'll get back to you within 24 hours. We'll have a consultation on me, and we'll decide where we're going to go from there. That's good. That's really good. 
That's terrific. I love it. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on today. This is very, very important information that everyone needs to hear. So thank you, Stephanie Wood. This is great. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.